0: WTL. It's time! W. I think we got a show. Oh yeah, we got a show. W.T.L. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Ian D. Class, and joined by
1: Jabron.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Paul poly- you I got wonder. it. We're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. In the state of Nebraska, whether you're in the Omaha metro area, <laughs> the University of Nebraska over there in Lincoln. Pandemonium. Riding a high right yeah. now. You do not want to be a
1: nationally ranked number 1 team playing in the state of Nebraska. You do not. We would win two national championships mm. if they were played in Omaha and in Lincoln. Right,
0: right. In the Pentacle <laughs> Bank Arena or over the CHI, the CHI Health yes, sir. Center. Uh, yeah, 0-2, Number 1 ranked teams in the state of Nebraska. Where they, can't hack it. Know, they can't hack it. I know. They can't just hang with the Huskers. <laughs> and uh, both those teams had pretty good—we'll get into both Creighton and Nebraska later on, uh, but they had pretty good games earlier this week.
1: Yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun to watch both these teams play all year. Uh, huge year for uh, yeah. the state of Nebraska for college basketball. Can't wait to see it yep. at the end during a conference tournament play and then— god-willing yeah. God NCAA hey, tournament Yep, yeah, we're not gonna we're not saying anything right now that
0: everyone doesn't already know Nebraska got the monkey off their back Yep, they got that road got the win. road the win uh and then Creighton, now they're just jockeying for position and it and for me it's really cool seeing all these in-state kids whether it's for the University of Nebraska or Both. Creighton. they Both. are
1: littered up and down the roster it's very good it, it's very it, awesome so. to see and uh a really good thing for players in the yep. state of Nebraska to look at and say hey Hey. I could do this as well. Right, right. So, so very awesome.
0: Hey, uh, let's stay right there. Let's talk a little college basketball. Yeah. As we have a full slate uh, Saturday, and we'll start at 11 a.m. Mm. on yeah. CBS. Number two, Houston. The Cougars are heading on over to Baylor to take on the Bears. Scott Drew and the Bears—they're ranked eleventh in the nation yeah. right now. Uh, you got to feel like Houston's going to be a favorite here, but only a slight favorite.
1: Yeah, you got to love Houston the way that they—you know—they lost to Kansas early in February, but they have yeah. rattled off four wins since then. Mm-hmm. Very good wins against mm-hmm. Iowa State, Texas, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma State, Andy. Yeah. So you know these guys are fired up. Only three losses on the year. Very good team, like you said, though. On the other side, Baylor... Has three top 25 wins in the month of February, Andy, I like that. which is very good. Yeah. And they play a lot better at home. They just lost to uh, BYU on the road, BYU top 25 team as well, yeah. uh, losing them by seven points on the 20th. But still, you got to think that the Baylor has a good shot in this yeah. one, especially at home.
0: The ba- the Baylor Bears remind me of the Creighton Blue Jays of yeah. old because they score points. They score a lot of points, and they don't
1: rebound. No. They don't play defense. They do not.
0: They, they just say, hey, we're going to get in track. Me, we're gonna get a three point shooting contest, see if you can hang, yeah, play our sure,
1: game for sure. Like you're saying, Andy, they average 83 points per game, <laughs> but on the flip side, Houston is one of the best defensive teams yeah. in all of college basketball, only allowing 55 points yeah. per game. I like the Cougars in this one, I think they're just a little bit too yeah. much of a you know monkey to get off Baylor's back there,
0: yeah. And if it's not too if it doesn't get widened out too much, you know, yeah. over that two and a half three point, you know, I, I like Houston, no doubt. Baylor's leading rebounder averages five a game.
1: Yeah, get out of here.
0: You can't do that, get especially
1: here. against a very good, yeah. you know, team like the Houston Cougars.
0: Houston's well-rounded. They do play some defense. They do like to get on, hit the boards, crash yep. the boards.
1: Love that Big Twelve matchup. But yep. give me number two in the nation to keep that. Keep that going. All right. Well, let's
0: keep the pedal to the metal and yeah. move on over to the ACC where we have a uh, top ten. Yeah, North Carolina Tar Heels on the road heading on over to Virginia. Virginia is working on a really good season. They're sitting third in the ACC right now, twenty and seven overall record. Ooh, but they are not ranked. They've fallen out of the rankings. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina,
1: as we mentioned, they're they're they have the same record.
0: They're twenty and six.
1: Yeah, it's just the quality of wins. It, it really is, Andy, and it you, it kind of goes into North Carolina is always going to be up there because of you know yeah, the name yeah, and all yeah. that if kind they of stuff. Be, but they Virginia, will yep, yep. the reason they dropped out, they had a huge loss on the nineteenth to Virginia Tech, only putting up forty one points to Virginia Tech's seventy five. <laughs> when you're a defensive team like that, sometimes scoring is tough. No, no doubt about it. and We know that, uh, being Husker fans, obviously, but Virginia only putting up 64 points (laughs) a game. I don't believe that's going to be enough against a a top-tier offensive (laughs) team like the North Carolina Tar Heels averaging 83 points per game, Andy. Yeah. And they just got those bigs that, that really go after the ball back hot for one. Oh, yeah. uh, you can yeah. yep. remember Big him dude. for a couple um, yep. tournaments passes, one of the best players in the nation, and, and Davis putting in 22 points per game. Uh, this is going to be very tough for the Virginia Cavaliers to keep in this one. You
0: know, a lot of times I like to poke a little fun at those guys that, you know, the voters, the rankings, and all yeah. that <laughs> stuff. But uh, you can see why Virginia um, is out of the rankings and they yeah. have a similar overall record North Carolina. North Carolina is a complete team. Uh, they're in the top 10 uh, nationwide as far as rebounding. They're the fir- 30, ranked 31st in uh, scoring. Yeah. Uh, and you alluded to this, Virginia. They're ranked 330th <sighs> in D1 scoring. That's so what tough. You, in the, but their defense allows yes. them to be yeah. that bad and still have a decent record. It's just amazing that they've been able to have the season they're having but be so
1: in <laughs> you know, a block. Lack, yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. Lacking offense. Lacking offense. But yeah, like you said, only allowing 58 points per game keeps yeah. them in those games, and they figured out a way to win them mm-hmm. at, You know, late in the game and uh, not give up too many points. But if, if they're going against a major powerhouse that can score points, it, it's a, it's destruction for them. So I, I like North Carolina. They're probably going to be about a five to seven point right, favorite. Right. And, and I give it to them. They'll I probably get it. I like the Tar Heels just to. Probably blow them out in this one. Uh, Tar Heels are getting in that late season form, and I think it's going to happen.
0: Okay. It's in Virginia. It's in Virginia. (laughs) All right. Let's move on to another real fun one in the SEC. number 13th ranked Alabama. Coming off an overtime win over your Gators. Yeah. The Florida Gators. 93-98. What was that? Wednesday? Wednesday? Yep. Wednesday. Uh, And then you have the Kentucky Wildcats also. Well, the other side of it. They're coming off. The other off flip a, side. Yeah, they're coming off a, what? A tip in loss? A tip
1: in loss to LSU right at the buzzer. Mm. Kentucky took the lead with two seconds to go and then a tip <laughs> in on the other side. Uh, heartbreaker for the Wildcats. But, uh, you know, we, yep. SEC ball, we say it all the time. These guys are very close to each other. Yeah. All from top to bottom yep yep and and this is going to be a three o'clock tip on cbs
0: and i've been saying it all season they need to fire john calipari yeah. i mean he's only
1: got 18 wins on the season and only 18 all-stars on <laughs> in in the nba all-star game it's crazy uh they are sitting
0: fifth in the sec as far as uh, conference rankings <laughs> yeah. alabama's in there one and they're only a game
1: ahead of kentucky that tells you how tight it is yeah in the sec right now no i i agree andy uh I don't see Alabama coming in here with a huge point differential in the yeah, yeah. In, nope. in the line. I bet I it's about so. two and a half three yep. points, if that. Uh-huh. Uh, I do kind of like Kentucky to bounce back. They play really mm-hmm. well at home, Andy, and I, I just really think it's... that this is this is a getcha point for Alabama. I think Alabama's going to cruise in here, thinking you know pretty well about themselves, mm-hmm. and I think Calipari and, and folks. Yeah. Kind of tell them who's the blue blood in the SEC. I kind of agree
0: with that. And if it had been the flip side where yeah. Kentucky's
1: feeling good about them, so sure. won an overtime game Agreed.
0: and Alabama lost on a tip-in yeah. at the last second, I think you'd have different attitudes from really two uh, similar squads. The fact that this is in Kentucky, and this whole—it's just a farce that that yeah. Kentucky's down. It is. It is. still Kentucky. Uh, they're going to have a little bit of a monkey on their back here. Uh, and they're just—stats-wise, just, number-wise, they mirror— uh, Alabama, no doubt. However, about it. they're they're ticked off over that loss um, on Wednesday. Yeah, uh, and I think this is a uh, this could be a statement for them. Yeah, and too. also just kind of reclaiming the SEC, like get out of here. This like Kansas and the Big Twelve,
1: we're Kentucky, and this is our SEC. I agree with Ania. Andy, uh, wholeheartedly. I think another reason Alabama's going to come in a little bit, you know, head honcho-ish, is that they have two <laughs> wins against LSU this year. One just earlier this month, you know, kind of beating, putting the, you know, medal yeah, to them, yeah, 109 yeah. to 92, and then earlier at uh, LSU as well. So I really think they're going to look at this loss by Kentucky and say, wow, they lost to LSU. We're going to beat the brakes off these guys. Yeah, so we the I really like the Wildcats in this one to come in. And like you said, they still, <laughs> Wildcats still have very good wins on the year. It just... They just beat Auburn and they were ranked 13th in the <laughs> you nation. You called that? You called that? Yeah, and, and they beat them by 11 points too, Andy. So like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like the farce. I don't like that Kentucky's down or anything. They have a good win mm-hmm. over North Carolina earlier in the year that we were yeah. just talking about. One of the best teams in the nation. Top so 10. they, they are not gone. They're not forgotten. They're going to be in the tournament, mm-hmm. and I think they get this win as well.
0: I think Rupp is going to get to the old crimson tie. No Give doubt, me the Wildcats of Kentucky. Uh, it will be interesting. That's got to be about a pick'em game, wouldn't you say? I would say when it gets to, it? It,
1: gets to it, it'll be yep. a pick'em game. But, it, yeah, if you're getting any points for Kentucky, if you're getting a plus symbol in front of Kentucky – Take it to the bank, because I love them getting points.
0: And we've seen that this year. It's just so bizarre. Yeah. It's still Kentucky, folks. Don't don't get that twisted. Don't get it twisted. All right. Let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. We've been enjoying a Bavarian wheat beer known as the Eos. The unfiltered Eos is a fresh, sweeter-style Hefeweizen, thanks to notes of vanilla and nutmeg. Nebraska Brewing Company, world-class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is... W-T-L. And welcome back, everybody, to W-T-L. Where's the line? You know what that stands for. Stands for where's the line? Where's the line? Yeah, the W-T-L. Yeah, yeah, W-T-L, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Nebraska's first and only <laughs> sports betting show. I'm your host, Ian D. Class, joined by Jabron the Parlay Pounder. You got it. We're back, and we're getting back into the UFC. Yeah, we got a fight night, an exciting fight night, and we're For coming sure. off an exciting UFC 298. Yeah. Uh and with that in mind, before we move further ahead, let's take a look back. Let's talk about some hits. And misses, because that was a stacked card, and we were throwing the picks out left and right, but... Uh, you came away pretty good yeah right three sure. out of
1: four two 298 main card we put, we put four fights on our podcast last week and I hit three out of four fights on the main card I started off with a loss with uh Murab beating Henry Suhudo which I thought would go the other way mm-hmm. uh it di- it did you know it went the it went the distance I just thought yeah. Henry would have a bigger push there at the end there but uh, it, was a, it was a decision and Cejudo <laughs> was a plus 200 yeah. underdog yeah you know. no I was trying to get with the underdog early, but uh, Ian Gary, like we said, took care of Jeff Neal, and then uh, Robert Whittaker kind of broke the you know yep. broke out uh, yep. against Paula Costa. Very good fight, very fun fight to watch, yeah. but the big one, Andy, is picking the underdog in Topuria, beating the champ, Volkanovski, which we called correctly Ooh. last week, so yeah. that was a lot of fun to watch. Very great card. 299 uh, is going to be even better, though. Yeah,
0: Tapurio was plus money at the time, about a plus 110 uh, when they rang the bell, and man, did he take care of Volk early. Just like you said, uh, got him up around the head just a knockout early
1: on. Uh Yeah, I mean, it was just shocking, really. It is, and we were talking about Volk last week. Once you get that first knockout with yeah. him getting kicked in the head against his last fight, yep. you don't really come back from that. You start seeing mm-hmm. it happen more and more. I, I don't wish any bad thing against Volk, but yeah. it looks like the end is near for the uh, the amazing Australian champion. Yeah, he's really got to step up his defense moving for forward. Sure. You for know? sure, for so. sure.
0: All right, well, should we move on back to Oh Mexico! It's Mexico. heading to Mexico. There yep. we go at uh, CDMX Arena, yep. and of course, so we have a lot of Mexicans on the card, no doubt. and we're going to start that. with one that we we've talked about a loss a lot, and that is Rojas Jr. Yep. Huge favorite here, minus two eighty-five over Ricky Turquoise, uh, the American big underdog. Yeah, plus. Two
1: thirty plus two fifty. Yeah, Andy and Rojas is going to be a popular pick this weekend in parlays. I just have some worries about him. I really oh, do. Okay. He's he's a great grappler and always looking to get his opponents to the ground where he can work on submissions or they ground do. and pound. Yep. But he's young and he's two fights ago. Uh, MMA veteran Christian Rodriguez survived the early onslaught and gassed out Rojas, giving Rojas his first loss. So his interview in the ring was kind of strange. I mean, he's just young. He's only 19 years old, Andy, and Mm -hmm. we're going to see a little bit of immaturity out of him. We haven't seen Turquoise in over a year, and he didn't look great in his last fight, and he won a close split decision. Uh, But... I, I think he has enough cardio to stay with Rojas here. <laughs> Rojas and, is so much bigger, right? <laughs> bigger frame, yeah. just, You know all of it. I think he holds out on the ground with Rojas, and if Rojas screws around like he has in the past, Andy Turquoise isn't isn't great, but it's a big step up in competition for Rojas's last opponent. Okay, and I would be terrified to put Rojas in my parlay. I think, I, I think you like is the a, plus 200 here? I think this is a dogfight <laughs> or a, a pass fight for me. So I'm either, okay. you know, just taking a straight bet on Ricky or I'm just passing it up because I don't like it. All right. That's a bantamweight bout there. Yeah. Uh, and you're seeing a little bit closer than what the odds makers are yeah, no seeing for about sure. It. No doubt about it. A lot of people are going to put. Uh, Rojas Jr. in their parlay yeah, yeah. with that minus 275, and it could be a good pick. It just yeah. scares me with his yeah. immaturity. And, and,
0: and you know, being the hometown favorite, all yeah. that stuff. And Rojas, you know, for everything you mentioned there, he still only lost one UFC mm-hmm. bout. He's 8-1. and one. No uh, doubt. But I, I don't know why I just remember that loss
1: yeah. so much more clearly than all his wins. <laughs> sure. I don't know why no. that sticks
0: with me so I much. Just,
1: I just think he's a little young and yeah. it might take a couple fights to really get him into that Into that zone of how he wants to fight. So, uh, I'm just going to step away from it. Yep, a little sidestep. That's all right. That's all right.
0: Let's move on up the card to a featherweight bout uh, featuring the number three and four contenders in this weight class. And that is Brian Ortega, young man out of the United States, taking on Yari Rodriguez. And Rodriguez is your minus 175
1: favorite. Yeah, Andy. And we haven't seen Ortega since his injury to his shoulder against Rodriguez over a year and a half ago. And I think this is a tough. S- tough tough spot bounce back for here. Brian Ortega yeah. to come yeah. back to. Rodriguez has fought twice since then, and even mm. though that he lost, it was against Volkanovski in round three. Ah. And I think he has gotten valuable experience fighting champions like yeah. that. And I've seen some opinions that this fight might be, you know, not just a bad spot for Ortega, but fighting in the elevation is bad for oh, Ortega yeah. as well. Yep. Rodriguez yep. trains at this elevation, so cardio edge should go to Yair, uh, Yair Rodriguez. Uh, Not a whole lot of takeaway from his first fight as the injury happened in the first round, Andy, Mm -hmm. but I I like the striking of Rodriguez in the fight, and I think he's only gotten better.
0: Yeah, both these guys are coming off losses. However, I do think it's going to weigh heavy, especially if it gets into that third round. Yeah the hometown favorite, yeah. uh,
1: Rodriguez, right? I, I think so and and Ortega's big break is is a concern and with the elevation issue I just think Rodriguez wins this. I don't think I'll bet this fight before, but you know, watching live and if Ortega mm-hmm. looks rusty early, I'll probably grab a live bet on Rodriguez, maybe even to knock him out. And Rodriguez is a bigger dude. He's
0: just, he's taller, he has a longer reach. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 5'11 to 5'8, 155 weigh-in to 146 weigh-in. Yeah. Uh, You know, sometimes you don't need to
1: look at that stuff, but I I, I still tend to. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) In the UFC. And, you know, I'm a big Brian Ortega fan, obviously, as well. And backing him into a corner like this could, you know, motivate him a little bit. But I just like Rodriguez in this fight. All right, should we move on up to the title bout? Let's do it. The main event.
0: (laughs) It's a flyweight bout, and it's the Let's Go Brandon bout. Yes. Brandon Moreno versus Brandon Royval. Yep. And Royval is the American here, and he's also got the plus money on his side, plus 205
1: uh, Moreno Minus 250 favorite. Yeah, Andy. And both guys have lost to Alexandre Pantoja in their last fight, but Moreno took him to a split decision. Roy Val got submitted. Uh Roy Val is explosive, as he has showed by knocking out a couple people and getting submissions as well, mm-hmm. but it feels like he doesn't quite have the weapons that Pantoja and baby assassin Moreno do. Uh, Moreno hasn't been finished since he was 22 years old in 2016. Mm-hmm. I, I really only see... That as a path of victory for Roy Val is yeah. knocking him out. Uh, I just see a lot more paths to victory for Baby Assassin yeah. Brandon Moreno. Moreno's got a lot more wins. Yeah. Uh,
0: under his belt here, uh, and I, I think that's why. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge reason why he's the minus two fifty uh, favorite. There's so many things point, and also once again, he's a hometown favorite. I, yeah, I they just, made this. They yeah, made this fight night I mean, for him. I mean, yeah, look at this. Uh, you got. Mexico, 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 <laughs> Mexico, Mexico, Mexico. The entire
1: card, main card, has a Mexican and, fighter in it,
0: and the prelims, yeah, all, no but, all but all but. All but two fights in the prelims are.
1: <laughs> right. No, it's so, I awesome. Mean, this, I, I love it yep. when they stack cards yep. like this. And Brandon Moreno, probably, you know, in, in recent memory, one of the best Mexican fighters in the UFC, obviously holding the championship for a very long time. Uh, and I'm not saying that this isn't a good fight because Roy Val has very great pace. Uh-huh. Uh, I just think Moreno can keep up with him. If Roy Val can leave himself open on the feet, Moreno has the striking to take that advantage. Yeah. Uh, it looks like Roy
0: Valls has to get him in into a submission, right? That's the that's his that's his game. I mean,
1: I, I think his only path to victory is a knockout, because oh, I think geez. Brandon on, uh, uh, Moreno on the ground is just as good as Roy Val. In Roy Val's last fight, Pantoja really had the advantage on the ground, and maybe Moreno sees that as a place to take advantage. Well, like I said, and and have some success against him. So
0: their, their significant strikes are exactly the same. Yeah, no 3. 8, 3. 8, uh 43 uh, percent. You know, like uh, As far as that goes, I I was just kind of looking at the grappling, and it just it appears Moreno might have
1: an edge, or Roy Val might have an edge there, but it wouldn't be much. I just think Roy Val tries to do it a little bit more. Mm. Brandon Moreno, I just think people stay away from him because they know he has that side of him. There seems to be more past to victory for Moreno, like I said. But this minus two sixty five, minus two fifty, wherever you see, I think it's such a steep price. I'm not sure there's, you know, I can do it with much confidence. Mm -hmm. uh, But I, I I do believe. By um, decision is your best bet here at a plus 140 for Brandon Moreno. So you can find some really good pieces for parlays. As you looking up and down this fight card. so well,
0: All right. All
1: right. Yeah. Talking parlays. You got a parlay play? I do. I got a three-teamer here. We talked about two of these fights. One we didn't. The first one that I'm going to do, it's an earlier on the card. It's an over two and a half rounds. I think this fight does go the distance of the three rounds. It's Hezo Santos-Aguilar versus Mendoka. Mendoca, and, yeah. and I believe that these guys are so similarly matched that it's going <laughs> to go all three. And that's a plus 120 bet that I think is a really good spot yeah. to start your parlay with. Then I got Rodriguez like we just talked over Ortega's at a minus one forty eight on DraftKings right now mm-hmm. and then ending it with Brandon Moreno to win by decision. Just mm. put twenty-five bucks on this. Okay. Twenty-five bucks to win two twenty-one. Nice odds. I really do. Yeah. You put all that together, plus 784 parlay.
0: Yeah. And that first leg you were talking about there, that's pretty much between Aguilar uh, and Mantis. That's basically a a coin flip. It is. You know, those are really
1: tight. I think it's going to be one of the better fights of the night. And I think it goes the distance with these guys. uh, So betting that over two and a half rounds with that plus money is a very good piece in your parlay.
0: Well, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. And that is the Stock and Rod Company, an outdoor lifestyle brand for those seeking adventure. Whether it's hunting, fishing, hiking, they got you covered. Visit StockNROD.com to get your wild game on. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And Welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, And D. Class, And I'm joined by...
1: Jabron.
0: (laughs) Oh, the Harley Pounder. Yes, sir. We're back. All right. We talked a little NCAA basketball, some UFC fight night. For sure. And uh, look back at 298. Should we talk about the association? We have to. The NBA coming off. Oh, what a fun... Oh, my God. (laughs) All-star game. What a display that was. Uh, You know, I I was a little surprised with how much... I felt heat was being put on the players to yeah. perform and to do better. My yeah. ex-players, you know, and everyone else with a with a camera or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then they came out and gave you— Did exa- exactly what—
1: Oh, yeah. my gosh. No, everybody was hoping that it was going to be different than it has in past years. But, uh, it, no, there's no incentives for them to do it. And yep. they just don't really care about the weekend. They want to be yep. rested and, yep. you know, go up and throw up half-court shots. And, not very entertaining. No, and, uh, yeah, it's, no. it, it's, it's sad because— Growing up, it's one of those things that you really look forward to as a kid, especially as a young fan of the NBA. You you even hear a lot of, you know, teenagers now saying, well, what is this?
0: Yeah, and I mean, I'll show my age. I felt like, you know, back in the day, when Chicago was, the Bulls were going yeah, on their for run, sure. that that was an opportunity for Michael Jordan and his guys to send a message to the Western Conference like, don't even think about
1: it. Yeah, we're the we're the yeah, best I'm here. A, I'm
0: going to win the MVP. I'm going to push you around. Yep. And you know I got a couple of Knicks on my team. That's fine. We'll deal with these guys. Yep. We'll have a better team. I'm taking that young buck from the Lakers <laughs> and putting
1: him in his place, kind of thing. It, it, yeah,
0: exactly. And it, it was competitive. And it was fun. And it was a it was a point uh, point of pride for these players. But yeah, you know now yeah without the the money, without the incentive. They don't care. Yeah, no, the eh. the best event
1: of the entire NBA uh, NBA All-Star game was Steph versus uh, the— Sabrina. Sabrina. That is the best event that they could put on. When you're putting NBA players that aren't actually NBA players in the slam dunk contest (laughs) and people shooting left-handed threes and stuff like this it's when they're not left-handed, it's— Is this— back to back dunk contest won by guys out of the G League. It's I Mac mean, McClung, both of them. Yeah, ridiculous. Out of the G League. They <laughs> they suit him up for one weekend a year. Yeah, and good for Mac McClung. Yeah. He's a very Congratulations. good dunker. But if you're going to let him do it, why why not just all professional dunkers don't even get NBA players anymore? Yeah, yeah, just get yeah, the Harlem Globetrotter guys yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, Those man, guys can do it. And th- yeah, that would be fun. That would be fun. So, all right. Well, <laughs> let's get back to real you, basketball. Let's get
0: back to some real basketball and we got some headliners <laughs> yeah. here and we're talking Talking the weekend. So let's start with Saturday, February 24th. We are talking about the Boston Celtics heading on over to New York City to take on the Knicks. Uh, Boston's way out in front uh in the Eastern Conference here uh really nice record 43 and 12 winning at a clip of 78% but right behind them is New York but guess what they got 10 more wins than the Knicks maybe the Knicks could get one back here at
1: home yeah Andy uh it just this is very hard to call right out of All-Star break but yeah. the the Knicks going into All-Star four game skid as on the other side yeah. it's a five winning five game winning streak yeah. for the Boston Celtics uh Uh, They got the new face of the league, I think, in Jason Tatum. I think this is definitely the head-on favorite to come out of the East. I don't know if they have enough to push them to that title, but they have as good a chance this year as they've ever had. Uh, On the other side with the Knicks, they have some really good pieces. Julius Mm. Randle, their big guy in the middle, doesn't seem like he's going to be back for this game. Uh, He's high in a return of February 29th, so a couple Mm -hmm. more weeks for him. I just think the Celtics kind of overpower them with these injuries, and and Boston gets gets a win right out of the All-Star break.
0: Yeah, and they don't want to just uh, start letting teams cut into their lead in the Eastern Conference either, and they know that New York's uh, tied or a half a game ahead of, of Philadelphia. They don't want to give anything away to those two teams no doubt and here you got a head up matchup uh you talk about jason tatum having a spectacular leads the team in scoring assists and rebounds the big three pulling in nine boards a game <clears throat> yeah you know i think a lot of folks when they think of jason tatum they think of him hoisting up threes in the playoffs yeah, and then no, yeah. them, them getting shorted or whatever but now he, he's putting together one heck of a season i'm a little surprised uh, i was looking at uh mvp odds which we all know it's probably Joker. Cody <laughs> yeah um But Tatum at a plus uh, 2,900,
1: yeah, plus 2,500, I'm kind of surprised to see it that. that. That's a good value right now. Probably the best bang for your buck in the NBA right now yeah. for an MVP odd. just because, look at their record. They've only lost 12 games yep. all season and like you said, he's averaging 28, 9, and 5 across the board that's and good. those are MVP numbers, especially when you're on a good team like this. But it, when they go to the Mecca, when they go to Madison Square Garden, this is over over. Give me Boston. Uh, I think they'll be favored pretty good in this one though as well. Take them up over five? I would take them up over five for sure. Okay. Yep. All right. Let's see if you can
0: stick with that. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna move on to Sunday the 25th for a 2.30 kickoff or kickoff, kickoff, tip off, tip off. Yeah, uh, on ABC, your LA Lakers heading on yeah. over to Phoenix. Uh, similar records, but um, Phoenix does have a couple games up yeah. on them, uh, in the
1: Western Conference uh, standings. Yeah, Andy, I uh, just coming out of the break, I like the Suns in this one, the Lakers. You know, are three and one against them in regular season, uh-huh. taking one on the road and uh, one at home. Uh but the the Suns took the last one, beating them my one twenty seven to one oh nine uh in January eleventh. I, I just I believe mm. the Phoenix Suns are really a sleeping giant in the NBA right now, Andy. And this, they got
0: the star power. They got
1: the star power, and this is one of my yeah. future bets right now is the Suns are plus thirteen hundred to win the NBA finals. Ooh, I love wow. this. I love this value right now, just yeah. because I think that they have the star power to do it. Yep. K D, if yep. he stays healthy, is one of the best players of all time. Yep. And when you got people like Bradley Beal and Devin Booker to sidekick him, yeah. it just it, Nurchich, it's going to happen. Nurcic, you know, yeah, yeah, leading I, the team in rebounds. No, that's they what got, I'm saying. They, they got a squad. They, they got pieces. And if you put a twenty five dollar bet on this, Andy, that's returning three hundred and fifty bucks. So yeah. not a lot of money to win a lot there. Uh, but just this game in general, uh, I, Anthony Davis. If he plays well, he's gonna pose a threat to them. Yeah, but I believe LeBron coming off the, you know, he he sat pretty much the entire All Star game, so he should be well rested. He's still on the injury report with an ankle. <laughs> yeah, no doubt he's gonna be on it every <laughs> game. But no, I really like the Suns to come out, and you know, I I do believe yeah. the Lakers have a very good chance of making the playoffs. They're sitting right there mm-hmm. in uh, ninth place right now, only three games out of. Sixth place to get in without doing the play-in tournament. Right. Uh, And I believe that's a good bet right now, too, is the L.A. Lakers to make playoffs is a plus 105 on DraftKings right now. I believe that's a very good value. I I believe they're going to make it. But I do not like them at Phoenix— coming off the All-Star break.
0: Right, because not only did the Lakers guys get some rest, but so did the Phoenix guys. And, of course, I saw a bunch of chatter about Kevin... He can't keep himself out of the headlines. No, he can't. You know, he's always got a chip on his shoulder. People are always picking on him. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't imagine being a superstar like that, like, arguably one of the top three players in the world and caring about what someone said
1: about me on Twitter. Exactly. Some reaper needs to let that ride off his (laughs) back because, yeah, yeah, just let it go, man. You're one of the best scorers of all time. (laughs) You don't need to get burners and fake Twitter accounts to get back at these fans.
0: And I like the one-two punch of Durant and Booker. No doubt. Booker's averaging 28 points per game, and he still doesn't lead the team in scoring. No. Because of, <laughs> yeah,
1: of The, the, the really <laughs> uptick in Booker's game has been that assist total, Andy. He's yeah. averaging yep. just at seven a game, which is huge wow. for Devin Booker yeah. in this team. So give me the Suns. I still like the Lakers down the stretch if this uh, gets into a playoff series, but I like Phoenix right now.
0: All right, well, let's cap off our right. NBA weekend with yep. a Sunday 6 p.m. tip-off. The Denver Nuggets are heading on over to San Francisco to take on the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors are now a game above five hundred. Yeah, uh, but Denver, oh boy, they are they are number one by a ways. Yes. Um, uh, and, you know, I just don't. They're they're not number 1, but they're 3rd in the Northeast with a uh, Northwest uh, division with a 36-19. and 19 They're record. right where they want to be, Andy. They're, yeah, they're exactly where they want to be. They... And Jokic is far out, in a way, the favorite to win the MVP. In yeah. fact, if you even had a thought of it, you better get that money in now because it's already at my, minus money. <laughs> yeah. It's already at minus 120, minus 130. Yeah. Uh, I'm even seeing a... a Hard Rock has it at a minus 180.
1: Yeah, no, it, it's, it's a foregone conclusion that this is happening. He's averaging 26, 12 rebounds, and 9 assists, mostly a yeah. walking triple-double anytime he steps on the floor. Yep. Um, you know, there, there are a couple things. Jamal Murray was game-time decision. Coming into this game, I believe he's going to play. It it looks like Golden State Warriors are as healthy as they can be right now. Mm -hmm. It just, I just don't believe that this team has what it takes to make the next jump. I'm like, I just, they're phasing these old guys out, Andy. And I don't believe Draymond's going to have a place at Golden State next year. I don't believe Clay's going to have a space in Golden State next year. I believe it's going to be a rebuild around Steph. And, uh, who knows what that's going to look like?
0: Yeah, and Chris Paul leads the team in assists, but you just you need more out he of him. He didn't play. Yeah, you, you need more out of the guy, but I don't know if he can give more because all these dudes
1: are getting up a little long in the tooth. No, I- exactly, Andy. And, you know, Denver's going to come in here. I, I think they're going to be a spark at this All-Star break To. Try yeah. and grab that number one yeah. seed and make people come through Denver in the playoffs. So I really like them to make an announcement here and just take down these past champions and the Warriors and really put it put it to them and okay. show everybody in the West we're here to stay. A little bit of a statement win coming
0: out no of doubt. the break and it's a Sunday evening, so the bright lights. You're gonna have the ESPN. whole ESPN uh, uh, crowd, our, our television audience, yeah. to, to kind of wrap up the weekend. Um, but the Warriors, they come up and win these games every now no. and then. You know? you,
1: you, you, it's, it's hard. I don't know why, but they do. It's, a, it's hard to bet against the Warriors in primetime at Golden State. But, Andy, I'm looking at the regular season here. Denver leads 3-0, uh, beating them 105-108 to at home, 114-120 to at home, and then going on the road and beating them by three points. Their last matchup on January fourth, yeah. so I just really think Nuggets have their number and they don't have, they just don't have an answer for Jokic, and especially if Jamal Murray plays, he's going to lock down on Steph as much as he can.
0: Well, so they beat him by six, three, and three. Yep. Uh, do you think that point spread will probably be
1: somewhere in the middle there? Uh, I think that the Warriors might be favored in this oh, game. Oh, so, really? Yeah. If you're getting any plus money for Denver, definitely jump on that. It's probably a toss-up game when it comes down to it, but yeah. if. You're getting any plus money or plus points with Denver, definitely take it. Take it to the bank.
0: Yeah, I mean, we talk about not being against the Warriors, Golden State, but <laughs> I feel more so about Denver. Yeah, I, I
1: really would not put money against them in really you, any matchup. You just in can't. The NBA, so. You just can't. <laughs> uh, the, they're the best. And even going with that three game skid into the into the all-star break, mm-hmm. it it just doesn't phase me because they can turn it on yeah. at any point. And Joker kind of treats this as his second job. Yeah. He, so <laughs> likes
0: his horses. Yeah, he likes
1: his horses, <laughs> but he's gonna be the horse in the second half of the Ooh, season here.
0: There we go. Well, you heard the horn, so that means we're up against it. But let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. World class in every glass don't go anywhere this is WTL and welcome back everybody to WTL that stands for where's the line Nebraska's first and only sports betting show I'm your host And D. Classen joined by
1: (laughs) Jabron.
0: The parley Pounder. You got it. We're back. Yes, we are. And now we got to wrap things up with yeah. a little NCAA a round ball, a little basketball here. With our local teams. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. And we'll, we're going to start, though, with a Saturday 5 o'clock tip on ESPN. Yeah. Uh, getting back into the Big 12. Texas versus Kansas. Always a big game. No Kansas doubt. has got themselves back into the top 10, ranked ninth in the nation. Yeah. Uh, 20 and 6th overall record, but they're only sitting 3rd in the Big 12 right now. Longhorns, similar <laughs> record, but they're eighth in the Big Twelve with a 17 and 9 record. Yeah. You gotta think the Jayhawks are gonna be a favorite
1: here. Yeah, for sure. I believe they're gonna be a favorite. I don't think it's gonna be too crazy. Maybe about three and a half to four points, okay. Andy. Yeah. Uh just because of their recent blemishes against Texas Tech yeah. and Kansas State. But uh Texas really put together a really good season, I believe, Andy. For yeah. you know the you know expectations for them. Uh, you look at the team stats, and they're pretty much straight across the board with Kansas. They are, yeah. Uh, you know, averaging seventy-five points and only allowing sixty-seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at the when they play top-tier competition in the last five games, Andy. Texas losing to Houston by twenty-one. Yeah. At Houston, and then them losing. At home to Iowa State by five really, you know, put some red flags in my ear that says, you know, going in against Kansas at home really doesn't fend well for Texas.
0: No, it doesn't. And Kansas only had you know, they've lost two of their last four, but yeah. one was a rivalry game, so I'll give them a little bit of a N-O-T. pass. Yep, overtime to Kansas State. Uh, but then that
1: that shellacking they took from yeah. Texas Tech, it like, just, where does that come from? It's just weird, Andy. And it's right in between two top 25 wins, between okay. uh, Oklahoma we'll and Baylor. And, uh, you know, like I said, in early February, they beat at then, you know, one of the top teams in the nation, Houston, who's Uh still number 2 but still has a win over them. I believe Kansas is still trying to win this conference, Andy, outright, which they're two games back of Houston. I believe that they can do it, and this is a huge win for them when they do it.
0: It would be a huge win they get them at home, and I think they've already had a couple scare games and a couple losses, so yeah, they should be focused now. Uh, And both these teams, you mentioned the the similarities, both these teams average 32 rebounds per game. That's crazy. So, like, uh, you can see why things are so tight there
1: in the middle of the Big 12. Yeah, no, I just think Hunter Dickinson is the better rebounder in this game across the board, but yeah. uh, I, I just really believe yeah. the the big players for Kansas show up on Saturday mm-hmm. and win this one over the Longhorns. McCullough Horns Ju- down.
0: McCullough Jr. averaging 20 a yes, night. Yes, sir. Give it to me. I, I like the J. Rock Chalk, whatever. Rock Chalk. All right, should we move on over to Sunday? Let's do it. <laughs> All right. The 15th ranked Creighton Blue Jays. I think they might have moved up a few spots. Number one. Uh, they took down. <laughs> oh, the, that's right. They, they just took them down. Took down number one UConn earlier this week, 85 to 66. The the court was stormed. All the things. It was uh, Max. Um, 600th win. Yep, it was Creighton's first win over a number one ranked opponent in program history. They yeah. were 0 and 6 going in. Um, and I'll tell you what: if you're a Creighton Blue Jay fan, you have to feel really good about the fact that. Baylor Sharman didn't play well. No. Didn't have one of his – he still had a double-double, which still, is crazy. Still had a double-double. You play bad and you still get
1: a double-double. He, but he sat most of the game, Right, got early foul trouble, yep. kind of just looked out of sorts. But, yeah, the other guys picked him up. Yep. Like you said, it's good to see that Creighton is able to do that with Baylor playing so well up until this point. Right. If you have an off game, you got people like Kalkbrenner, yep. Ashworth, uh, Trey Alexander to pick him up yep. and really uh, – Really put a shellacking on him. Ashworth has really come alive last
0: five, six games. I think yeah. he's finding his role. He's finding his offense. And Trey Alexander, when you need a bucket, he's, he's just the man. Of, he can just create mid-range
1: a... goat. Yep, mid-range one of those goat. dudes.
0: One of those dudes hard to shut down. Uh, but you're going to do a. Uh, it could be a letdown Sneaky. game here. Sneaky, Sneaky letdown game. St. John's 15 and 12 overall. They're eighth in the Big East. Big East is. They're the Big East again. They really are. They beat up on each other, and they're a great basketball conference. Uh, So this is a game where in years past, I'd really worry about Creighton in this spot. Yeah, You know, this is a typical letdown, and they would do exactly that. But I felt back then they were so... Heavily um, relying on, on the three, on the three, and on their offense, they yeah. would just outscore you. That's not the case. This no. is a team of grinders, they're this flying is a, around. They are,
1: they rebound the ball well, they defend well, yeah, and, and they could still outscore you. No, no doubt. We can put uh, they can put up points really fast in a lot of different ways, Andy. Yeah. St. John's, like you said, really. Really, you know, stingy team, Andy. Just coming off a loss to Seton Halls, mm-hmm. sixty-eight to sixty-two at home. Uh, only lost to Providence by three. Only lost to uh, UConn by what was it, ten points earlier in the um, mm-hmm. earlier in the month, Andy. But no, so they can stick around with Creighton. But like you said, I I just believe that this isn't a letdown spot for Creighton. I believe they come in yeah. very fired up because they really want to send a message to. The Big East that they are the top dogs yeah. coming into the tournament.
0: Yeah, and Creighton had their woes early. Yeah, uh, no uh, the, the Mountain West for whatever reasons, yeah, <laughs> gave them yeah, problems earlier in the season. Almost dropped out of the rankings there. Now I feel like they've righted the ship and they know it's all business from here on out, and yeah. they can't afford to drop a game like that. So with this in mind, I think that's how all the the odds makers, line makers are feeling too. Yeah, you got to think Creighton.
1: Scary, but they're going to be a road favorite here. Yeah, no, I believe they're going to be a four- to five-point favorite here, Andy. Mm-hmm. And I just—I like the fact, in the back of my mind, Baylor had a bad game. Yeah. He's going to come out firing, and I believe yep. he's going to be hitting as well. So I look for a huge game out of yep. Baylor Shireman and a big win for the Jays on the road. Yeah, I mean, that's just crazy that he leads the team in scoring
0: and rebounding. Yeah. Um, and he had that off night, and they were still able to knock off the number
1: one team by nearly 20 points. No doubt about it. Crazy. And th- it's very good. Don't have a letdown, Creighton. I don't believe that you will. Uh, this is going to be one of the funnest teams heading into the tournament, Andy. couple futures I want to lay on you. Oh, here, about let's the do Creighton it. Blue okay. okay. number one gets you thinking about this kind of stuff. For Creighton to make the final four right now is at a plus 650. You put Ooh. 20 bucks on that to return <laughs> 150. And if you're getting real nuts. For Creighton to win the NCAA tournament is that a plus <laughs> three thousand? Just put five bucks on it; it, oh, yeah, it returns yeah, you yeah. one hundred fifty-five. So, yeah. just a couple future bets that are fun to talk about.
0: Yep. I mean, I, I do like the Final Four because they were right there last year. Yeah. And I, I thought when that you know a couple pieces left. Yeah, for thought, sure. And oh Emhart man. And, yep, yep. and Kaluma,
1: I thought, guy, you had something there. Um, but we've really had people step in and right. really take take off. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot. Of, it's going to be a lot of fun watching these guys down the stretch. And and I can't wait to watch them. All right, let's talk about a, the Sunday night Woo! cap on
0: BTN. That's a five 5.30 5 tip between the Minnesota Golden Gophers heading on over to the bank, the Pinnacle Bank Arena, where the Huskers finally got the monkey <laughs> off yep. their back Wednesday night, taking it to Indiana,
1: beating them by 15 points, and getting that elusive Road conference win. Yeah, it's no longer zero and seven on the road in the Big Ten, Andy. It's one and seven. That's right. And eight no <laughs> at home, Andy. The thing that really scares you about Minnesota is they've been an absolute wagon for betters all year. Yeah. Twenty and three against the spread nice. all year. That is the best in the entire nation. So you got to look at the oh, spread. Boy. I believe this is going to be a close game, but yeah. I have to give the edge to the Nebraska Cornhuskers in the vault. This place is going to be rocking. Yeah. I'm going to be there. It's going to be so much fun yeah. to... Welcome the Huskers back after that road win,
0: and, and uh, I think this is a, a deal where you know we're talking about letdown games, where those in the NBA yeah. we were talking earlier, uh, or even Creighton in years past. But I, Nebraska knows that they are on the bubble; they, they can't afford the to bubble. give away a game, and they got to feel good about themselves. Beating up on Indiana, series sweep over the old Hoosiers. Yeah, it uh, happened got, a lot. It doesn't, and got that road win. And Minnesota got them earlier. Yes, and that it is it shouldn't what, have been. It shouldn't have been, and but they. You, you could say the same for the Illinois game. Like no his, doubt,
1: should have won, won that game. Should um, have won that game.
0: So you had opportunities to get that road win, to win a couple more games in the conference. Yeah, still a good season here. Um, but the the this squad has a chance to do something very special, and that's to have the most wins in conference uh, in Nebraska history in in uh, the Big, in Big Ten. Ten history. Yes, sir. Yeah, they could they could get up. You know could realistically get to 21-22 if things go their way.
1: But you have to win at home and beat Minnesota. Yeah, no doubt about it, Andy. And like I said, I I think they're kind of frothing at the mouth to have another shot at these Golden Gophers because they believe that they should have won earlier in the season in Minnesota. And I just believe that our team has been so much better in late-game situations and just closing out games than they were hey, early in the season.
0: Uh, look at Wednesday night. Exactly. Indiana went on that huge run in the Which second half. everybody knew they would. Uh, <laughs> uh, erased a 20-point deficit, got within three, and then yeah. from then on out, I think Nebraska went on a 14-1 or 13-0 uh, yeah. run to their own. Yep. But their backs are against the wall. They're in a hostile environment, and they Figured it out
1: exactly. They, they yeah got a little grit to him. Got this a little year. grit to him, Andy. And the same point that I was making about Baylor Shireman and Creighton, Rank Mass had not a very good game mm, against yeah. the Hoosiers. Yeah. I believe we try to get him the ball in the post against these I'll Golden Gophers like and yep. get him a high point total. I believe Mass is going to carry us to yep. victory, and especially if those guys shoot from three like they did against Indiana, we got this game.
0: Oh, Mass, I uh, just getting looking at the numbers. He still leads the team in assists and rebounds, pulling yep. in eight. Boys a game. How about this Elijah Hawkins guy for, yeah. the, for the Gophers, averaging
1: eight assists yeah. a game? They're and the distributor. Yeah, no, they have a very good team, Andy. It doesn't show by the record, but they're 7-7 seven and seven in conference play, which yep. is very hard to do in the Big Ten, yes, like we were is. just alluding to. Yes, so, it is. uh Yeah, so... A little bit of a toss-up, but you're leaning Huskers. I'm leaning Huskers. If, if they... Just the way that the Minnesota Golden Gophers have been twenty and three against the spread, they're not going to give us a wide spread on this because yeah. because of that point. So I have a one and a half to two point uh, line for the Nebraska Huskers. I believe we cover. I believe the right. vault. We we protect the vault. Defend home. Yep. Defend home. I don't think anyone could argue with that. Yeah, let's do yeah, it. That's been the that's been the name of the game, right? It has been the name of the game. That place is going to be rocking. I can't wait to be in there with the Sea of Red on Sunday night. All righty. Well, you
0: heard the horn. That means we're up against it. And you know what? How about do it for us this week? It will. So be sure to follow us on ESPN Tri-City Radio and their Facebook page. We're always putting up uh, short little videos on the reels. They call it reels now? Reels. is that, that That's what it is. We also got a little Twitter handle going on, giving out picks uh, pretty much every day over the weekend. For sure. You Multiple have to. Primetime games. And our YouTube channel continues to grow. YouTube Shorts, our feature length, all that good stuff.
1: Please uh, subscribe, click those notifications, all that good stuff. Yeah, please uh, check out our YouTube page. It's very fun. Like you said, we're putting out shorts, l- whole length uh, video for mm-hmm. our podcast. Yep, it's yep. a lot of fun. Please give us a subscribe. Give us a like. Also check us out on TikTok. I got primetime mm-hmm. games all every night of the week, pretty much, at WTL Sports Betting. Please check us out on TikTok and YouTube.
0: Those YouTube shorts, those, we're on the heater with those. I think we've uh, hit, like, four out of the last five bets that I've put on no YouTube. No doubt. Shorts, so there you go. We
1: only put our best bets out on that <laughs> stuff. So, bets. yes,
0: check us out. <laughs> for Jabron, the Par Lay pounder, I'm Andy Klessen. Thank you for listening. This has been WTL.